from BYU Broadcasting's Performance Studio, this is Highway 89. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. There was a time when making a name for yourself as a musician included lots of practice, lots of recitals and concerts, and endless auditions. That's all still true, but today's soloists add a new element to that mix, YouTube. These days, classical musicians have jumped on board, and they're finding new audiences in that most varied and unregulated of online spaces. Cellist Sarah Artisan is traveling that route even as we speak. She has a bachelor's in cello performance from Brigham Young University, Idaho, and a master's in cello performance from the University of Utah. Plus, as I suggested, in addition to performances in Europe and the U.S., including Carnegie Hall in New York City and Wolf Trap in Virginia, she's also viewable and listenable on a small screen near you on her YouTube channel. We'll get to know Sarah a bit, ask about the name of her cello, which sounds sort of Latinish, definitely feminine to me. But first, one of the most iconic openings of a solo suite ever written. We begin with Sarah Arneson performing the prelude to Bach's Suite Number no. One for Unaccompanied Cello. <laughs> Thank you. 
Coming to you live from Studio 6, a BYU Broadcasting Prelude from Suite Number 1 for Unaccompanied Cello by Johann Sebastian Bach. We've been listening to Sarah Arneson, who is one of our musical guests today. Sarah currently lives in Salt Lake City, and she teaches orchestra, band, and choir and private cello lessons, is also a member of the orchestra at Temple Square. Sarah, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Do you ever just run out of the school screaming and and put your hands <laughs> over your head and say, I need silence? <laughs> I usually don't listen to music on the way home, but I do love my students and I love being there. <laughs> Choir, band, or yes, you are the all-around, you are the all-around teacher there. Now, the name of your cello is? Voxel. Is there a story behind <laughs> there this? There is. When I was ch- shopping for my cello, I looked all over, and I kept on taking cellos from around to a cello repairman in Idaho. And finally, he told me to stop thinking and just to find my voice, and then he actually made me my cello. And he sat down with me and asked me what I wanted it to sound like. So vox means voice in Latin. Yes. And my name means princess in Hebrew. So I thought my cello should be a princess with me, so I added L onto the end. I thought that would make it a little princessy. So, fuck so. Yes. Well, she's sort of your life companion. <laughs> yes. In a way, all musicians. Uh, I want to ask a little bit about your YouTube channel and why you started that. That is kind of a newer trend for classical mm-hmm. musicians. Absolutely. Yeah. When I when I started, I actually started wanting to record CDs, and and then I just started thinking about who would buy a CD my grandparents and my mom and dad, you know. And so I thought, well, I'll just make a video, which actually ended up being perfect for me. I've always loved costumes and sets. And when I play music, I think in pictures and motions and stories. And so I love putting together something that's classically based that will be accessible to all sorts of audiences that everyone can really enjoy. Well, I saw one that looks like you're in the turret of a cat. Turret of a Castle. Mm-hmm. It's a Sleeping Beauty, I yes. think. Yes. Uh-huh. And then the next one, I think, is a, a perfect introduction to this next song. You're out trudging through a <laughs> blizzard with your cello and yes. stopping to play. <laughs> yes. So tell me about making that arrangement. It's I Wonder As I Wander. Yeah. So I, I started just thinking, this was my first video of, of what I wanted to put out there. And I love Christmas music, so I chose I Wonder As I Wander. I love sad melancholy melodies for the cello and I was working a summer job and started coming up with ideas at the job and I started writing and then I met Tayson Holzer who wrote co-wrote it with me and I just got to this point where I was I didn't know what to do I didn't know how to write the piano part to sound how I wanted it to sound Mm -hmm. and Tayson came in and we spent our fall break at school that year just holed up in practice rooms writing something and and it ended up really great he was able to take my vision of what I wanted and then add a few things in that he wanted and I'm really happy with the arrangement good well we're going to hear this and also playing the piano is Sarah's brother Hiram Arneson his himself an accomplished musician as you will soon hear I kind of like the lonely outdoor quality of that video that I saw on Sarah's YouTube channel because this is a song that was discovered in the Appalachian Mountains. A musicologist heard a little girl just singing it outside of a meeting and said, sing that again. She was quite enterprising. She said, I will for 25 cents. And he kept giving her quarters and she sang it over and over while he jotted down this beautiful, beautiful melody.
I Wonder As I Wander, the American folk tune arranged there by our guests, Sarah Arneson and Taysen Holzer. Nice to hear that on the cello. It's true, it does have a mournful, melancholy kind of a sound. Sarah, I was thinking about the cello and the range of the cello. It pretty much covers almost all of the human vocal range. It does. Yeah. They may be just missing the highest, highest soprano notes, but that's just mm-hmm. amazing to think about all the, all the vocal music you can interpret that way. <laughs> They say it's the instrument that's closest to the human voice, mm. and that's why people identify so much with the cello. It might, it might <laughs> depend on the human voice. <laughs> True. <laughs> so, talk to me about performing with Hiram, and maybe we have to have him come do his own show, an excellent pianist, but you do yeah. like to perform together. We do, and this is kind of a new thing for us. I moved out of the house when Hiram was 12, and I went out of state for college, and when I came back, we were both just so busy with music that we couldn't play together. We didn't have time to learn more. And then I left on an LDS mission for a year and a half, and a couple days after I got back, he left. So it's only been a couple years since he's been home that we've actually been able to play together. And it's really fun. Um, We grew up so similarly and with similar teachers that our language is similar and our interpretation is similar. Nice. Well, it's beautiful to hear you. It does feel very together. Now, you got to tour Europe this summer, and not just any tour. You toured <laughs> great musical halls, playing with the Tabernacle Choir. You were in the orchestra at Temple Square. Yes, I did. So yeah. people come to see the choir, uh, mm-hmm. but there you are, the orchestra, helping helping add. And that's only something that's, I mean, for, for most of the choir's life, did not have an orchestra that could travel. Very true. This was our first international tour, which was really exciting, really fun to go abroad and 
amazing halls, amazing people. And so all the singers with their little folders and you <laughs> lugging your well-traveled case. Our cellos, yes. <laughs> they actually lug them for us. So Fair. Nice, nice. <laughs> well, I have to ask about shopping, car shopping with a cello. <laughs> yeah. So I, I bought my first car a couple years ago, and my main concern was that there was room for a cello in the car. I needed room in the back seat and the trunk in case you need to go somewhere with another cellist or other people. <laughs> and so I tried out a car and I took it home and my cello didn't fit and I had to totally change directions. So after that, I just took my cello to the car dealership with me and slipped it right in the car for every test drive just to make sure. <laughs> <laughs> had they ever seen that before? They hadn't. <laughs> but smart, why, why bother taking it home right? when you could find out really quickly? <laughs> also, we saw a picture that shows a pink music stand. Yes. I've never seen one. <laughs> Did you spray paint this yourself? or I didn't. My mom got it for me for Christmas. <laughs> My favorite color is pink. And when I was little practicing the piano, I got really upset because everything was black and white, the keys and the music. And mm -hmm. so I like sing color when I practice. <laughs> Very nice. Well, let me ask you one more question before we hear some more music, which is about, I read that you, you said that you have asthma. Mm -hmm. but that you had run a half marathon. You're worried about that. How did it turn out? It was fantastic. I loved it. First of many. So no problems. No problems. I just built up endurance and it was fine. It's so funny because I had read that Vivaldi started off on wind instruments and asthma kept him from that. So oh, really? he started playing string instruments, which Smart is move. why we have <laughs> why we have so much great string music written by <laughs> Vivaldi. So this this next piece, uh, talk to me about choosing music. You get to play so much music. Uh, mm -hmm. Boy, band, choir, you get the full gamut of everything, plus individual cello students. Right. Why did you choose this Rachmaninoff you want to play for us? <laughs> so Hiram and I, when he got home from his mission, we decided we would learn a sonata every summer and do a recital. Mm. Last summer was my turn to pick, and I chose Brahms. And this summer was Hiram's summer to pick. So he's been a big fan of Rachmaninoff since he was a child. He played it really loud in his room. We could all hear it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I've been telling him about this sonata for years, since probably since he was 12. And it wasn't a surprise that he picked it. <laughs> and so there's always this, like, who is who has the harder part, the piano or the cello? We, we, we'll let the audience decide here. We're going to hear now from the cello sonata in G minor, opus 19, the first movement. Rachmaninoff dislike calling it just a cello sonata. In fact, we looked on the piano music. It says sonata for piano and cello. So equal partners here. We will hear the first movement by Rachmaninoff.
Cello Sonata in G Major, Opus 19. We heard the first movement by Sergei Rachmaninoff, performed live here in Studio 6 by Sarah Arneson, cellist, Hiram Arneson, pianist. Check out Sarah's YouTube channel. That's Arneson, A-R-N-E-S-E-N. And if you're listening at home or just caught part of our show, you'd like to hear the first part or share it. It's easy to do. All of our shows are archived online for free on-demand listening at byuradio.org slash highway89. And follow us on Twitter at BYUH89 for live show updates and special behind-the-scenes photos and video clips. Highway 89 is a production of BYU Broadcasting in Provo, Utah. Our recording engineer is Mark Waite, and the show's producer is Jackie Tataishi. I'm Stephen Cap Perry. Thanks for listening.